Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm well. We're finally here. It's the reunion <laughs> show. That's where we all come back. Yes. This <laughs> is let's the, air out all yes, the stuff. Everything's on the table. On so national television. Yes. This is the reunion for The Love is Blind season two. We're finally here. Thank you guys for sticking with us <laughs> throughout this uh, this season. Um, just right up top, I just want to say we are super excited. Love is Blind is coming to D-Town. Yeah, Dallas. Yes. Should be, should be better than the other two. I really hope that <laughs> Dallas people represent because, I mean, we love... We love Love is Blind, and I when I heard they were coming to Dallas, I was super stoked. And so um, that season is going to be coming out shortly, so we're really excited. Yeah, um, but yeah. I think people are going to be disappointed that we don't ride horses to work. <laughs> and there's tumbleweeds. Yeah, and, and uh, you know everybody has a six shooter on their hip and whatever other myths. Isn't it crazy that legends. people still think that? Yeah. After all this time yeah. about Texas, that that's what... Now, there's certain parts, okay, I'll give you that are rural and that they're, they're kind of mm. like that. <laughs> but There's a couple of parts I won't go into in this state, but yeah, for the most... I mean, I was born and raised, but I was born in the, you know, in the city. Yeah. In the, in the suburbs and all that other stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah, when I talk to people who are not from Texas, and I've been in the Dallas area pretty much my whole life, and so, yeah, they, they think like, oh, well, you ride horses. They're like, no, mm-hmm. dude, I don't even listen to country music. That said... I have a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, so, and I do have a six-shooter. <laughs> well, I own none of those things, nor would I and, ever. And I drive a truck, so, because you yeah. got to have a truck. <laughs> like, you, you cannot drive, you cannot not drive a truck. You yeah. got to have a truck. I wonder how many trucks are sold up north. I mean, I know they're up there, but like, I don't know, like, I'd be curious in like the sales in like New York, how many trucks you oh, know. probably not a lot. I've been to New York. That are, I don't think I've ever saw it. Like you would. That would be I, weird. I wouldn't even know why you would need a truck in New York. Like, oh, no. no. Maybe helping people move. Yes. <laughs> no. And then, but I do draw the line. I don't have like the little brass testicles. That, oh, yeah. That makes me <laughs> I laugh. Draw, I draw the line there. I don't have that. I, uh, I think that's pretty funny when but, I see that. Yeah. You know, I, uh, Texas is wonderful. It's beautiful. I, I love it. We yeah. have seasons. Uh, the weather's not too bad. It, every now and again, it gets hectic. But yeah. aside from the tornadoes, I'll give you that. I, I don't particularly care for the tornadoes. But yeah. but I live in an area where I don't have to worry about them. So that's yeah. for the people up north. They have to deal with that. So <laughs> good yeah. luck to them. Um, but yeah, so this is reunion, right? Love yeah. is blind. So um, yeah, we're really excited here. But um, yeah, so we kind of kick off. And um, there, first of all, there's a lot of things that happen in the reunion. We're just going to touch on a few things. Mm. Um, but Shane and Natalie seem to be the couple of the season. It seems like there was a lot going on with them. So I think kind of right out the gate, they start kind of you know, drilling Shane a little bit. I think uh, Nick Lachey had brought up about him mixing up Shane and Natalie, Shane and Natalie in the very beginning when he's like, what are you wearing? Or, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff we talked about in the past, but they well, kind but of, it was, a, it was, it was a good question, right? Yeah. It was a good question because the question was, why is it that with Natalie, it seemed to be, you know, deep conversations. Like yeah. you said, we talked about that. And then with Shana, it was typically, what are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> that came out within seconds of, of, of starting their conversations, yeah. right? It's more flirty. It was more that. And, you know, I kind of like Shane's answer. Yeah, I think Shane was being the most genuine, it felt like, for the first time. Mm. I I think that um, we saw him, I'm not saying that he didn't deflect at all, but I think he was being more open. And But I think that the hosts were kind of um, putting a lot of pressure on him. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, why did you do this? And, um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I think the part about him being different with Natalie and Shayna. And then even, I think Nick had asked, um, well, you asked Natalie to be your girlfriend. So at that point, why did you pursue Shayna still? Which is a valid question. Or maybe the Vanessa asked that. I'm not quite sure, but. Cause. (laughs) (laughs) But I think they were kind of holding Shane to the fire a lot. As well they should. Yeah. Listen, uh, you're responsible for your actions. Sorry. Now you don't have to justify them. That's up to you whether or not you want to talk about it. Because there was a couple of things he he did not want to certain subjects he didn't want broach. Right, and I was like, okay, that's fine. But 
you are responsible for your actions. So if somebody asks you and you're on a dating show and you're on television, so I'm sorry, but everything you did is recorded. I get that he said that there are two different people and, and mm-hmm. I've had, you know, multiple relationships and I do act, I'm the same person, but how we interact with one another is different depending on the person. Yeah, right? you got to tailor for every relationship. Yeah, some some women are a little more conservative and other women, you know, maybe not so much, right? So you do act slightly. I mean, I, I'd like to think I'm the same person, but again, they um, sometimes will react to certain things differently. Yeah, I just feel that Shane was really remorseful by his actions the, the night before the wedding. And he seemed, I don't know, like he really did love Natalie. It seemed like he was really upset that it didn't work out. And I'm sure yeah. it's hard to, you know, see them again. I think they had admitted that they had tried again. So um, where we left off in 10 when they were talking, she said, you know, I, I don't want to marry you, but, yeah. you know, we can still pursue this. So they <laughs> revealed that they did try to pursue it again and it still didn't work out. Here's here's my only thing with Shane. Here's what I, I, I still struggle with and will continue to struggle is that he still cares about whether or not how he's perceived because he yeah. was going through this whole thing of um I did this I did that and you know sorry didn't mean to do that but then when Natalie was speaking he was just like well, are you gonna apologize because it makes yeah. me feel like I'm the bad guy yeah didn't he didn't want to be portrayed like that anything. on tv yeah but but I I get why he was doing it because again he's like I don't want to be labeled as the bad guy which I can understand. I mean, it's just like, um, you know, if you had a relationship and you came to me, you guys had a fight, you came to yeah. me, you told me your side. And let's say I'm friends with her yeah. and I get her side, right? If I had just gotten your side, then you're going to play it to me as you're the victim. Most people, that's how they do it. They're like, well, I'm the greatest and he did this or she did that, you know, but we saw both sides yeah. for the most part. Yeah, sort I, of. I think that... Um, well, and then there, therein lies the thing, right? So we had talked about it before, is that Shane um, needs constant reassurance. Yeah. Uh, Natalie, and I'm sorry, not Natalie, Danielle needs constant reassurance. Ayana mm. needs constant reassurance. <laughs> uh, and Shane, right? So all of these people need constant reassurance, yeah. and he wasn't getting that. Now, you know, again, if we flip the script, Natalie, even though she was joking was because he is that way and he needs that. When she jokes, she was hurting his feelings. Yeah. So again, and just to play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. if um, if I had a girlfriend and she asked me, hey, you know, do I look good in this dress? And I'm like, no, nah, not really. Uh, let me <laughs> joke. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, I'm not, there's no way on earth I'm going to be able to get away with that. The rest of the night is ruined. Yeah. I don't care how much, how many jokes or whatever, unless you got it like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if that's y'all's relationship and that's how y'all get along, great. But I doubt that any man would ever be able to get away with like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and she did that, right? So they did like a montage of all the different times she's kind of dissed him, right? Yeah. He took off his shirt and she was like, oh, it's all right. Put your shirt back on and, and oh, you're a piece of crap. And yeah, that's kind of mean. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Collectively, like when right. you look at it like that in a montage, it's like, oh, shit, like she yeah. was pretty bad. If you look at it, you know, as every episode or whatever, it's not so bad. But again, yeah. he is that way. Nick could never get away with saying any of that stuff to Danielle. Yeah. And Jared certainly couldn't get away with saying any of that stuff to Ayana. Well, I feel like Shane, so at the reunion, they've already seen the show. It's already come out. So I think that Shane probably how he was portrayed, he's probably really upset about that and was like, and I'm not saying that, you know, Natalie, she's, we like Natalie, but she's not perfect either. She did do some things like that to your point, constantly dissing him when she knows he has these get ups. It is hurtful. It is mean. And so like, I think he was just like, look, you need to take some ownership too. You know what I mean? It's the same thing when you're in a relationship and you have a fight. It's like. If we're both wrong, like I can come to you and say, babe, I'm sorry. This is what I did wrong. If you were wrong too, I would expect it in return of like, look, we're coming together. We're trying to squash this. Don't just be like, I'm not going to apologize for anything I said when you know you were in the wrong. Yeah. Your pride will get in the way. In general, and I think we're learning now as a society, it's not always true, but it used to be a thing that no matter what, when somebody, when a couple broke up, it was always the guy's fault. (laughs) No matter what, like, what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? We know now that that's incorrect. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is incorrect. I'm not saying that guys don't do their fair share of, you know, bad deeds, but trust me, women are just as bad and they're just the same as there's toxic masculinity, there's toxic femininity. I mean, it, it, it works both ways. We just don't talk about it very much. I feel like before, when I say before, I'm talking about like the 40s and the 50s and all that kind of stuff. I feel like women had to be more submissive. And I think that as we've grown, we've come away from that. And that's why it's now, it's not always the dude. No, you know no. What I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying in this case, right? If you wanted to look at it that way, and I'm not knocking her, right? Because I think she was trying to be playful. Yeah. That's the problem is she's trying to be playful and he's just not taking that joke. What's funny is when he wants to be playful, and that's where the double-edged sword comes, because he likes, he genuinely likes to be playful. So I, maybe she was under the impression like, okay, this is how he wants but it. But he told her. He's like, he I did. don't like it when you say that it makes me feel this way. Yeah, yeah. But there was other things that she told him too. Like, you need to be more about this. Because he would, I'll, I'll give you an instance. I think they were talking about finances and stuff. And uh-huh. he was just like, yeah, we're just going to do this and that. And she's like, um... No, (laughs) you know, he was taking things very casual. So to your point, you know, there was obviously they didn't get married. Yeah. And this was things that she identified because she's the one that said no to begin with. Right. So she saw that she saw that they just were not jiving. Again, she I, I think genuinely loved him and he probably genuinely loved her. But as she said in the last one, love isn't enough. Or <laughs> what do you think? Because they talked a little bit more about the night before the wedding. What do you think it was that triggered him? Do you think he was just drunk? Or she, do you think- so they talked about that. She said something and critiqued him. And well, that was because it. she said that he was drunk, I think, and she had said something like, do you think you've had enough or whatever? She whatever. Was big, which- it was a straw that, that broke the camel's back, right? Yeah. But that saying means that there was a bunch of straws. <laughs> it was just that last one. Even though it was just one, right, it was an accumulation of things. And it just came to a head. Hey, he had struck out at his bachelor. <laughs> yeah, he was mad about that. I really think that was a big thing that probably got him heated. <laughs> and listen, and I say this, I laugh not because of any of the records. I'm not laughing at the fact that he struck out, right? Um, I am not an athlete at all. And I'm probably the worst. I, I probably would have struck it out as well. But like, what are you going to do? Sometimes you strike out. Sometimes you hit a home run, you know, and everything in between. But, but I mean, if he was really worried about this, kind of like when you, um, let's say that I had a really bad day at work yeah. and like horrible and I come home and then as soon as I walk through the door, my husband says, or like, where's dinner or whatever. Oh. I'm going to be, if I'm already whatever, I think that's what happened. He was already mad. He was drunk and all this stuff. And then she said something that may have been innocent enough, may have been yeah. just like, hey, can you please stop drinking for the night or something? Well, and and here's the other thing too, right? Um, you know, she, there was a lot of things about him she did not like. Right. It's pretty obvious. Right. I mean, it was extremely obvious. he's a big obvious. kid. He has a lot of growing to do. And fair enough, right? But again, everybody has their breaking point. And I never understood why, and don't get me wrong, there is a certain amount of tweaking that goes on when you get into a relationship, but why you want to change them at their core, mm. it's not going to happen. Right. Some of the superficial things you might be able to get away with and even at some things that are more uh, significant, you can change, but it is going to take time, way more than six weeks, I can tell you that right now. It's going to take a tremendous amount of time to change um, how people are at their core. I kind of wish the show was longer because I really didn't get to see a lot of these people's connections, like their actual connections. So, I mean, from what we saw, it kind of seemed like Natalie loved Shane for superficial reasons. I didn't really see them connect emotionally. I maybe wish the show was longer. Shane and Natalie? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I thought they connected pretty good. But I mean, I don't know. It, it wasn't enough for me because they're so different yeah. for it to click You know what me. they ought to do? I was thinking about that too because I did think six weeks is way too short of time, right? Uh-huh. But I understand people have to work and they have to interact and they have to do stuff. You know what they ought to do? They ought to do a show that's going to take a little longer than six weeks yeah. and they should do something like where they get couples or they get individuals and they follow them around yeah. and then people vote on which couple they think should be mm. paired up. <laughs> I wonder what that would look like. You Netflix, know what I mean? Netflix, <laughs> hit us up. Maybe we got a new hit show on our hands. <laughs> you know, or you know, even this experiment, if they, were, if they were able to stretch it out to six months, mm-hmm. that would be interesting. In other words, you don't get to see them mm-hmm. for three of those months. Yeah. 
just purely, and it doesn't have to be in the pod, right? Because people have to work for a living, right? I mean, I mean they, they have to work. Maybe just all phone calls or something. All phone calls mm-hmm. or they, they go to a place and they meet, you know, and they would just have to make an agreement not to seek each other out. Like a payphone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they just can't see each other, yeah. right? They can talk all they want, but just can't see each other. That would be interesting, right? Because then they would go on their day to day. Yeah. They would do stuff and they would get to know them a lot better yeah. than, you know, like a couple of weeks in a pod, but... Yeah, I agree. Uh, But after that, we kind of go into Shayna and Kyle. So Kyle brought up a point about, um, you know, why did you say yes to me? I think that Shayna also was deflecting a lot. And she said something that really bothered me. She said that it was uh, manipulative of him to give her his mother's ring. Mm, Why did that strike you so bad? Because... I thought it was wrong way, if you will. (laughs) That seems like a very genuine thing for her to say it's a negative. You're trying to manipulate me by giving me this important thing. I don't know. That didn't sit well with me. Not Mm. that I care too much for Shayna anyway. Think she was projecting at that point? I don't know. It just it really bothered me. And even Kyle was like, What do you mean? Like you should be honored. That I that I did this thing for you. What is you. it about that? Did you think uh, I want to explore that? Why does it bother you so much? Why do you think that? Because, like I said, like I think Kyle was, was trying to be. I think it was a sweet thing. Yeah. Do I you don't, think she was trying to be manipulative in that situation, or I think that trying to flip same the script, with, if you will. I think the same way with Shane. She probably watched the show and was like, mm. "Shoot, look how I came off. Mm. Let me try to like explain." But she didn't come off any better at the reunion, to be honest. But. I think that um, <laughs> just I think that she strung them along. I know that they didn't go through the whole thing, and that's good, yeah. right? But I don't think she should have said yes, and I think that she probably got a lot of slack for saying yes from social media. I mean, who knows, right? Well, I didn't, everybody, yeah, right. We all knew that it was right. And so here's the thing about that, right? And this is the uh, downside of not seeing each other. Because he had to see the clip where when he proposed, her face. Oh, yeah. So he didn't know what she looked like because she was on the other side of that Yeah, he wall. probably thought she was excited. Yeah, which she wasn't. And that's the downside. Right. I think marriage proposals should be done in person, <laughs> <laughs> not between a wall. If I had any critique on them, I would say that much because then you can see that facial expression and you know it's genuine. Yeah. So if you say it, because it's going to be hard to mask. She did it, like I said, my theory is... They're in that pod. They're comfortable. For whatever reason, they forget they're being videotaped or they're being recorded. Nobody uses videotape anymore. But you know, I'm dating myself. Videotape. What's this grandpa talking about? It's a beta. It's a real. No, but um, but yeah, they're they're being recorded. And they seem to forget that. Like you know, everything's being recorded that you're doing, right? So why would you make that face? Yeah. But she can't help it. A, she's comfortable, and B, she can't help it. That's what I'm saying in real life. He would have saw that immediately and be like, but he did say something, uh, Kyle. He said, uh, apparently they had many, many, many conversations. They must have been boring because they didn't air any of them. Yeah. It was like, y'all didn't see it, but we were, it was a genuine connection, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But, I didn't see it at all. I mean, you know, Shane made the, not Shane, I'm sorry, Shake, uh, and I'm sure you're waiting to talk about him, but <laughs> he said a lot of things and he said that he thought that that Kyle and Shayna, that Shayna said hi, excuse me, said yes, partly because she wanted to continue on the show. Which could be it. I mean, it, it kind of perceived that way a little bit. I think she was uncomfortable and I think she just said it to be nice or something and felt bad about backing out because I think even Vanessa had brought up a point about, you know, he was saying like, well, you could have gotten out at that point. And she was like, well, not Really, And it's kind of like you and I had talked about that before. Like women don't want to be mean and it's hard, right? And so I think that she just made a horrible mistake. I would imagine every woman is going to be prepared for a proposal. Am I wrong about that? In like just every day? I'm just saying like you, I'm I'm assuming as a a female, you know that there's a high potential that you're going to be proposed to at some point. Okay. Right? I guess. So you kind of, you know what I mean? It's not like, a, like oh, that's never happened to me before. And maybe it hasn't, but you do know that traditionally that's usually how it works. Right. right. So you're <laughs> saying that Shana was shocked that Kyle... Well, I don't know. That's why I didn't understand what her thing is. She's there to fall in love 
And the way that they're going to do that is through marriage. Right. So there is a possibility that that's going to happen with every date that they're going on. You never know when you're going to be proposed to. Yeah. Then she got proposed to and she made a face because it wasn't the person that she wanted. Right. I feel, and this is just me, if that's the case, she should have just thrown in the towel and be done with it. Yeah. Or, but obviously, and they brought this up, after that proposal, she's still went to go. Yeah. And Kyle revealed that he didn't know that until he watched the show. I'm not surprised. He had no clue. And so that was um, upsetting too, because I can't imagine what he felt like watching that. Shana go and talk to Shane yes. for the last, try to get the last One time. One last, like, I'll leave him. <laughs> she said it was part of her process. Don't know what that means. Yeah. I think Shana was deflecting all over the place and I don't buy, she was like, no, it wasn't about that at all. I wasn't trying to get him. It's like, okay, whatever. And so then, what was the purpose of that? Exactly. That's why I couldn't figure out. Like, exactly. okay, so what, and I would have asked her, I would have loved to ask her, what if Shane would have proposed to you right then and there and changed his mind and said, I want you for my wife? Yeah. Because what was she going to say? Oh no, I'm committed to Kyle. No. Nonsense. She obviously wanted Shane. Right. So, but they didn't ask that question. I wish they would have. Yeah. Right? Well, it was kind of the same thing too. Cause I think Natalie called her out was basically like, you said that you didn't have any feelings for Shane anymore and it was done and you oh, were yeah. whatever. So Shana Complete was lie. lying and deflecting and, she did not come off looking good in this. She was very, uh, very much like a politician was able to deflect and try to move on. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that believe her and think, oh, yeah, she's beautiful. And, this, and it's like, well, she's a pretty face saying, well, it's not how it was. Like, well, okay. Yeah. And I, I agree she had reservations <laughs> before she saw Kyle. So I know it's not just about his looks, but I don't think that she was physically attracted to him. And that was just another factor into that. Well, and, and here's the thing, right? And and eventually, you know, she, the way she did it was way worse because she basically abandoned him during the honeymoon, <laughs> which is way worse, right? Um, but, you know, I wonder how many marriages are started out that way where they're, they moved on from a breakup. The person that they wanted didn't work out. Yeah. Right? So now they've, you know, quote, this is... This is obviously condensed and distilled, right? But let's just say if we spread that out to six months, right? Mm. And she was dating because she technically was dating Shane and it didn't work out. And then she would have met a Kyle and jumped right into a relationship with Kyle. He's the rebound guy. He is the (laughs) rebound guy. I mean, in the worst kind of way. And while they're dating, she's still trying to get Shane. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she stopped it. But I wonder how many women go forward knowing that their heart isn't in it. They're just trying to, I don't know what they're trying to do. Maybe they're just trying to get a husband. I haven't the slightest idea. Either that or it's embarrassing to back out. I'm sure a lot of women, I mean, have done that. I know, but that's, that, but that's, that's my point is just that it's, it's how many, how many marriages have started out that way. Right. Because it's one thing, you know, we're talking about Ayana and how she has a, a get up about, you know, quote unquote, feeling second best. The only time that I would say that 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 would be a valid would be for somebody like Kyle. Let's say Shayna and Kyle did get married. Mm-hmm. Shayna, uh, excuse me, Kyle would have every right to feel that way because she technically went out. It's not like Jared did kind of too, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not going to get into that yet, but obviously. But I I don't know, right? Because everything was done on, on everything was recorded for the show. Yeah. But this is a distilled version of what relationships end up going through. Right. And what I mean by that is you can be dating a woman and let's say y'all both meet and you're having fun, but you don't know if she still has feelings for another guy that Mm -hmm. before you came along, you had no idea that she was so close and loved him so much. But how do you, I don't know. (laughs) You shouldn't, you shouldn't be getting into, into, into uh, relationships if you know you're not ready. Yeah. She didn't have that time to process and be over it. Instead, she did the common mistake that most everybody does is that you jump into another one. Right. And that's dangerous. Yeah. Now, that said, Jared and Ayana, Mm -hmm. they did that, but Jared did that too, right? And it has nothing to do with second best or first or whatever, Mm -hmm. first and second choice. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you have a feeling for somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't work out between that person. You need to process that 
before you can even think about going to another person and trying to start something with them. Yeah. And I think that's where, that's what I would say is like, that's the wrong part because you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And you can obviously tell because Jared was also yeah. having inappropriate conversations. Yeah. Well, I guess we can go ahead and talk about that because they did play the clip again of the infamous ring conversation and, um, you know, Sal was kind of calling him out again, kind of like, bro, you said you were joking, but seeing that it looked really bad. I mean, you know, I'm sure, well, I think at the beach party, he said like, oh, I was just playing or whatever, but like seeing it. So Sal kind of confronts him and Mallory Mm -hmm. and Sal looked so pissed off at Mallory. Like he still was angry. I don't know how long from the wedding day till the reunion when they yeah. shot it, but he's still really mad. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, you guys never should have had that conversation and blah, blah, blah. And poor Ayana, like having to watch that. and It's completely inappropriate. Completely inappropriate. Yeah. There was no appropriateness of any sort, of any kind what if, like, whatsoever. If you were, let's say, engaged to somebody and they had an inappropriate conversation with their ex, right? Because that's the equivalent. So, so they... They're having this inappropriate conversation. Let's say you overhear it or maybe somehow you find out. Mm-hmm. Would you confront the guy or would you be more kind of like to Iona's point? She was like, Mallory doesn't owe me anything. It's absolutely not right. about her. It's absolutely right. Which is really classy, I thought. I, I mean, think so too, right? She wasn't looking for an apology from her because right. she didn't do anything. Well, she did, but yeah. she should be apologizing. Yeah, to they weren't friends. Sal. They, you know, she has no relationship with Ayana really, mm-hmm. and so it's like I really like that Ayana said that. I thought that was very mature. It's like yeah. yes, that's how we should all look at it. Look to your partner yeah. because they're the one that messed up. Right. I thought yeah. that was really cool. It's it's a, I thought I thought that was really cool too. Um, but would you confront the guy, or you would just confront your fiance? Like, look. Yeah, no, I would just my fiance. I don't care about the guy. Yeah. The guys are guys are going to be guys, right? Guys are going to try to take your woman. That's just what happens. They're they they could care less. Well, not all of them, obviously, but those ones. Um, and, and unfortunately, and I and I hate to be judgmental about that, but it was wrong in all kinds of ways. They did not respect. <laughs> as mm-hmm. fresh as it was, their own engagement. Right. Right. So so if I'm engaged with a with with somebody and she's talking to her ex, and and I know I'm gonna catch a lot of grief for this, but I'm out. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have and she can sit there and complain and like, oh I can't find a man and he did me wrong. And I was like, no, no, I didn't do anything. I'm full force ready to move on with this relationship. You are not. Right. You need some you need to take care of tie it, some loose ends, whatever it is that you gotta yeah. do. Because I don't have time for that. If you've processed it and you're ready to move on, hey, let's do this. But if you haven't, which you clearly have not, then you need to get that resolved. I'm not about to jump into a relationship knowing that your heart is not in right. it. Right. I, I can only go forward with with me. Right. One thing about me, once I make a decision, I go forward with it. <laughs> I don't like to I don't like to ponder it too much. Every now and again, well, I mean, don't get me wrong, I have to ponder decisions. There's times when, you know, I've been wanting to break up or something and I'm trying to weigh the pros and cons, whether or not I want to do that. But regardless, once I make a decision, that's it. I'm I'm going, especially if it involves another person. Maybe that was a Shana approach. She's like, I made this decision. I got to go through with it. <laughs> but I was just thinking about, you know, putting the blame on who. It's kind of the same way with if you caught your partner cheating and let's say that the other person didn't know, because that happens all the time. Like just because you're married doesn't mean that every woman knows that you're married mm. and you could have an affair with someone and maybe you're telling her, yeah. I want to marry you, whatever. And let's say the wife walks in, right? Mm. I get it that it's probably in our instinct a little bit to be mad at the other person because it's like, that's our equal, right? So I can't go toe to toe with a man, but I can go toe to toe with a woman, mm. right? Physically. So mm. if I walked in, my husband was with someone, right? But it's not, if the woman did know, okay, shame on her. But if she didn't know, it's not her fault. Why are you beating up the girl or, or whatever, taking it out on her? Let's say that she was innocent too. She thought this guy was single. He mm. was lying to her the whole time. And a lot of people I feel like are more mad at the other person, even if they didn't know. Which I think is unfair. So that's I'm saying it's well, mature of Ayana to be like, I'm not mad at Mallory. Yes and no. I will just kind of take it a step further and say some people like to believe the lie. It's more convenient. Well, I'm that just way. I'm talking about in a totally innocent 
situation. You meet a guy out at a bar. He's not wearing a ring. He's flirting with you. He says he's single, whatever. You go back to his place. His yeah, wife comes and, home. I mean, I'm just saying. In, like, that, in that situation, okay, fine and dandy, right? I get it. Um, and, you know, who knows, right? But I'm talking about in a situation where the guy's been lying. Oh, no, I know. And I get she it. knows and she does it anyways. But at the end of the day, whoever's in the relationship, it's completely 100% their fault. Uh, in other words, let's say is longer and let's say that the the guy is cheating on the girl, right? The married man is cheating on his wife and the mistress knows that he's married. Yeah. I still don't blame her. She's making a bad choice. Yeah. But she's that's her life to live as she sees fit. I pass right. no judgment. He, on the other hand, has made a commitment, yeah. uh, made a promise, and is married. So it's completely him. Now, he can sit there and say, well, I got this and it's not my fault, but it kind of is. Yeah, but you're still going to be mad at the other person because they knew it. And they still, even though they didn't know you, it's like, it's just decent, like, behavior. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people tend to to do for their own self-interest rather than decency sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I wanted to talk about Dipti and Shake now. Because Shake was throughout the reunion kind of inserting himself in a lot of other people's business. And it was was. very clear that nobody liked Shake. The the thing about (laughs) Shake, and and I feel bad for the guy. And let me tell you why. He thought, he he thinks of himself as this great thinker. And he's (laughs) trying to... Trying to reduce everything so that we understand it. Yeah. And it's like he's the Let one. Let me break it down for all you dumb yes, people. Yes, <laughs> yes. And that's what he's doing. And you see it, unfortunately, sometimes like in TikTok and stuff where they say these quotes and they're they're breaking things down into a palatable and like, oh, it's so it's revolutionary. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I never even thought about it. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? Because mm. he was just like, the show is not about finding a wife. It's about finding love. Yeah, it's in the title, buddy. <laughs> what are you talking? Because he was talking like like everybody was in there for a different reason. Nobody thought that this was about finding a wife. Mm. That's what eventually happens is that you get married because you love somebody and you commit to them. Right. But the whole purpose of the show is love. But it was like he was thinking that he was breaking it down for everybody. Like, oh, my gosh, he's so insightful. You're not. Yeah. And he kept on doing that, right? He's like, I'm going to keep it real. I'm gonna keep, I am was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What real are you? Because, and, and I'm sure he's an intelligent man, but because he's a veterinarian, right? And you need to be intelligent to do that, <laughs> right? I mean, but, the, but he doesn't seem to understand social cues right. or emotions or the emotional intelligence. He doesn't seem to have. Where do you think he gets that from? Because his mom seemed really lovely. Like I'm wondering... I don't know. Is that here's what I think happens, right? And I don't I don't remember if he's an only child, perhaps. Do you remember if he's an uh, only child or not? I don't not remember. that that matters, but I, sometimes it does play into yeah. it, right? So I grew up with sisters, mm-hmm. and growing up with sisters, you learn certain things like what you can and cannot say. Sometimes right. you have to be um sensitive to their needs if uh whatever's going if they're going through an emotional thing, you can't just be like, "What's wrong with you, man? You know, suck it up." You have to be like, okay, your sister's crying. Like, what's going on, sis? And then you learn these things. Sal mm. does it perfectly with his sisters, right. which is probably where he learned how to be right. emotionally sensitive and like understand people's needs. He has almost like a very childhood, almost teenager-ish like view of relationships. Mm. And it's almost somewhat cynical too. Yeah. or Because or, he, he looks at it and again, he's just trying to break it down and it's like, I don't know. It was just weird. You know, I'm just weird. thinking, what if like... He was not self-aware, I think Deep T said it. What if he had a long-term serious relationship with a woman that he was head over heels in love and she broke his heart like where he couldn't put it back together? And like Humpty Dumpty. Yes. <laughs> Aww. Aww, all the Humpty. king's men and all the king's horses couldn't... I don't know why a horse would help, but he couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together. Yeah, how would a horse put an egg back together? I don't know, but they, I guess they needed horsepower to do <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> but maybe he's cynical because something rocked him to his core. And maybe that's why... He, I mean, you see that all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? So maybe that's his experience. I think, I think for him, um, he kind of almost has the, the same kind of issue that Shane does. Mm. And for him, it's perception. He's worried about what other people think because even at the very beginning of the show, he was like, 
I just want to make sure that we're getting edited correctly or depends on how we get edited. So he's already concerned about how he's going to come off. Again, probably really ashamed after he watched the show. I don't think he was ashamed at all. It, It wasn't until like the very end of that episode that he finally... If you're not ashamed, why would you complain about the editing then? He's not ashamed, but he just, he he said it, right? So when he was talking about, he pointed to Diptine and she's like, okay, she's the, she's the goddess and I'm the, I'm the bad guy or uh-huh. I'm the demon or whatever. Villain or something? Villain, yeah, yeah, I'm the villain. She's a good guy, I'm the villain. Uh-huh. And again, he's trying to, he's trying to become a reductionist, but that's not exactly, you can't do that with relationships. Yeah. You just can't. And that's what he was doing. He was trying to reduce it and say, look, I got it figured out. Really, really intelligent people, right? Like, and I'm talking about like, uh, um, I'm thinking of like the old um, Russian writers and poets and things. They do have a way of breaking things down. When you read a phrase, is like, oh my gosh, there's so much to unpack in that. He's trying to do that, but he doesn't have the emotional intelligence to do that. Mm. So for him, it's very rudimentary. She's, I, I'm not attracted to her, so it's over. Yeah. Which is not, that's, he's not ready for a relationship. Yeah. He's not. But, and I will say this, and I know, I know I'm going to catch a lot of crap for this. He, you knew what you were getting with Shake. Right. He didn't lie and pretend he was a good guy. He did a little bit in the middle. In the middle. Yeah. But that was afterwards. But, and, and maybe there was some personal growth that was happening in between there. But the questions that he was asking What's your size? Can mm-hmm. I lift you up on my shoulders? Uh, do you, you like, like to, to exercise? Out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about exercise? <laughs> All of these things, if they weren't red flags, like I don't, I don't, Why I'll put do it to you this way. If a woman was asking me mm-hmm. how much I made, that's a red flag for me right off the bat. Right. Eventually you're going to find out, but that shouldn't be at the gate, your question. Yeah. <laughs> what do you drive? Like how much money do you make? Like, uh-huh. Let you know, me see your bank account. Yeah. Because and don't get me wrong, if it's that kind of relationship, sure, for me, but I would immediately be like, mm, I don't think this is yeah. long term. Maybe we can have fun, but there's no way I'm going to, but that's at the gate. Yeah. <laughs> if she asked me more, you know, uh, uh, relationship based questions, like when was your last relationship? You know, where do you see yourself? How do you feel about family? Sure, let's have that conversation. Yeah. That's something I want to get into, but something superficial like that is way too... They knew. Yeah, but I didn't like <laughs> how he was downplaying the whole show and the whole premise and everything because it did work out for some people. They found love, but yeah. he was like, this is fake and all this is stupid and whatever and kind of bashing. It's like, well, he had that experience, but he kind of brought a lot of that on himself. And then it made me wonder, why did you go on the show? Is it... Were you dating traditionally and you couldn't find anybody that would put up with you and you thought? I think, uh, so what ends up happening, right? And this is, I think, part of personal development. Um, He probably thought, because he said something, he was like, I really wanted this more than anybody else, despite what y'all think. I don't think he wanted it more than anybody else, but I think he really, really did want it. The problem is he found out something about himself Really, really fast, which is to say, yeah, the the superficial stuff does matter. Yeah. And it matters a lot. Yeah. That's a hard, that's a hard realization. If I'm telling you that I'm a deep person, (laughs) (laughs) if I'm telling you that I'm a deep person and I have strong feelings and I'm progressive and I can think and then I'm, and then I do things to the opposite of that, you're going to be like, well, maybe you're not because we all like to perceive ourselves as better people. Right. Nobody likes to think of themselves as a piece of crap. Yeah. We all think, oh, no, I'm I'm a good person. I'm a good person. I don't think of myself <laughs> just FYI. I don't. I know I have my flaws. It's stuff. It's things that I need to work on. Right. And I think when people want to be that way and then they get put to the test, then they find out, no, no, you really are that superficial. Sorry. Yeah. That's something that they need to do. Because I'm not I'm not passing judgment one way or the other. If that's the way you are, that's the way you are. Yeah, but how is he gonna cope with that when he let's say he does finally find somebody and you're married and she starts aging and her body changes? Like what is he gonna do then? Because all that looks and stuff is gonna fade, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then what are you gonna be left with? He's he probably if he doesn't change his ways, he'll just get a new younger wife. 
Simple as that. Mm. And it'll be at a superficial level, but I'm telling you, those kinds of relationships, they're hard. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying he wanted a deeper connection. I think to a certain to to a certain degree, he did want to be attracted to Dipti. Yeah. I think he wanted to. Yeah. I think he couldn't get past it. And I think there were maybe he could have, maybe he couldn't. I don't know. Yeah. I really honestly don't know. But obviously it was a big thing for him. And I've been there. I, I think every guy has been there. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I think the want was there. Yeah. He I genuinely, agree. but he, she's just, it just wasn't there. And yeah. the other problem is um, that he was that superficial. So everybody else, it turned them off because you saw the montage mm-hmm. and he was asking stuff and Ayana was laughing when she, she was like, what the F? You mm-hmm. know, like, why would he ask that question? Yeah. And some of the other women too were very turned off. And I'm yeah. sure they were like, no, I'm not going to go back into a pod to talk to him. Like, why would she? Dib tea. God bless her soul, just thought that she, okay, him. why not, I guess, you know, and, and you know, I think she genuinely tried, but yeah, like I said, every guy's been there, I'm sure every woman has been there when you've been with a guy that you're just not as attracted to as yeah. you would like, Yeah, and maybe you can get past it, maybe not, I will say again for guys, it's little harder, Yeah, because we're just built differently, we're yeah. just, you know, and I wish we weren't. And I wish we would be more evolved, but even me, you know, like, yeah, I like somebody that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and mind you, I like somebody that's cute to me. Yeah. And she doesn't have to be like over the top Selma Hayek kind of beautiful, right. you know what I mean? But I, I have to, sorry, just a tad bit be attracted to her. Yeah. I mean, that's I totally to. understandable. <laughs> but I've met some really, and that, that, that kind of breaks my heart sometimes because I've met some really, really, really nice, genuinely just beautiful on the inside women, right? And, and I'm sure on the outside, somebody else, but I just didn't feel, I just, I didn't feel any kind of attraction Everyone to them. Everyone going to have their preference. And That's I totally it. fine I though. hate it. That's why I kind of relate to him because I hate it because some of these women are genuinely just good hearted, just wonderful people. Yeah. And I've, I've tried and I'm like, yeah, and I just can't. Yeah. And obviously I'm not going to say that, right? So, you know, but I do, you know, I have to end the relationship or, you know, if it, if it doesn't go anywhere, if it doesn't really take off, then I'm okay just kind of exiting. But it, it, I don't know how you girls do with it. I mean, I know you guys reject them too. There yeah. has to be a certain amount, even though you guys can overlook quite a bit. I'm sure there has to be a little bit, yeah, just a little there has bit. To be. And I've been in situations before where maybe somebody I, you know, knew from school or whatever, you know, had tried to start something and I'm just, Mm. and I know them as a friend and they're super sweet and Mm -hmm. I love them as a person, but it's like, I'm just not, it makes me feel bad too. Cause it's like, I hate to, cause they're such a good person, but like, I can't force an attraction. Like I I just. I've had to turn you down many times. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Totally joking there. Totally joking. (laughs) Uh, Robbie's uh, completely beautiful, wonderful. <laughs> she, she really is. She's a knockout. I kid you not. I am not. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't even have tried with Robbie. Just FYI. Oh, that but, was cute. Um, um, but yeah, two more couples. Um, so I want to talk about, we talked about it a little bit, but um, Mallory and Sal, they, like I said, Sal looked really pissed still. <laughs> He <laughs> clearly not over. He was a little upset. Now that he I think, was, of, I'm trying to think if he ever smiled. I don't think he smiled at all. No, he I did think, not. Oh, except when they brought up how he dropped her at the beach. Remember, he was trying to carry her. He did laugh about that, but yeah, he still looked really mad, and he didn't. Reveal. <laughs> and he's the one that said no, by the way. But yeah, yeah, he, he did. Was still pissed, but now. yeah, he didn't reveal. But something had happened that I think made him say no that day. He didn't want to reveal it. He didn't want to put her on blast, Mm -hmm. but he was like, look, I won't say it because it doesn't matter anymore. And then he talked about um, his main thing too, was that he never felt heard. Yeah. That was a big one. I took, I when I, when he said that, I started remembering their interactions together Yeah, and how she just kept on. She didn't, it was not that she kept warning him. 
Yeah. And you can't do that. It's almost like threatening a little bit and it doesn't yeah. feel good. Yeah. And, and and some of that stuff was out of his control, right? Yeah. Because the ex showing up, yeah. she was like, if something like this happens again, I'm out. And I was like, how are you supposed to, how do you know what ex-girlfriend is going to come out of the woodwork? Right. What does that got to do with me? I'm not doing anything. I will say that I didn't realize that until he said at the reunion. I don't oh yeah, think I knew I, it from the get-go. Well, I mean, like it wasn't at the forefront of like... Him not being heard because we couldn't have known his feeling. Like you can see what's happening, uh-huh. but like for him to put it in words of not being heard, we can all relate to that. Oh, we yeah. can all yeah. understand. Yeah, it was know. a perfect. It was a perfect phrase. Yeah, it was a perfect, perfect phrase. But yeah, he's still very upset about it, and I think that Mallory. I mean, I get it that you're on the hot seat, but it felt like everybody. It's almost felt like nobody wanted to own up. Like, no. just say, okay, I messed up. I'm human. We all do things <laughs> that we shouldn't. Shayna did. I mean, but, you know, it's uh, half-handed. Yeah. Here's my whole thing with that, right? And and I'll take it a step further. Why did they have to wait to the reunion? Because they've all seen each other. Yeah. Why did they have to wait to the reunion before they apologized? That, to me. Well, they may have apologized. We don't know. Some of them they did and some of them they didn't. Shayna yeah. was like, she was getting on to Kyle because she was like, hey, we talked about this already. So I was like, okay, this that's cool. But there were other ones like Jared and and um, uh, didn't apologize to Sal. Sal didn't have any idea until after he saw it, right. and then that's when he apologized. Yeah, that to me is in bad character. If you know you did it, own up to it. Why do you have to be on national television before you decide yeah, to apologize? Because we know everyone's going to see it. That's what I'm saying. Well, even if they don't, it speaks to your character. Yeah. If I wrong somebody and I'm still interacting with them, I should apologize to them. Like, look, man, I'm sorry. I did this. It's not my best moment. I don't need a camera around to do that just as a decent human being. And after that, if you don't want to be my friend, I understand. Sorry. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And that's that. But he didn't, they didn't do that. But they're on television. So now all of a sudden they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And so well, I was like, I forgive you. Yeah. I think they admitted. So they did meet up for coffee. He went through with, even though I felt like it was, um, he was just saying it to be nice at the end of the wedding where he was like, yeah, maybe we can explore it again. <laughs> I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, that whole thing. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they went through the coffee day and she tried to make it sound like, yeah, we just realized basically there wasn't any connection. And I think she was devastated that he didn't marry her. And Well, yeah. I mean, but she was trying to play it off a little bit. No, you can visibly tell. No, I know, but she was... This word she was saying was like, oh, it's okay. It didn't work out. We so, weren't, you know. I will say this. For, I, I don't know, because I remember seeing when Shane got, uh, uh, when he was stood up at the altar, right? Mm-hmm. Or not stood up. I don't know what it's called. What is it called when they just say no? Well, I think jilted is when you don't show up, right? That's, well, that's what you actually. That's what I thought stood up means is that they just didn't show up and you're just there by yourself like the wedding singer. But if, if they, if, but if they say, if, but if they just say no, I don't know what. Anyways, he got rejected. Let's say <laughs> at his own wedding, um, I would see that he's gonna have a hard time with that trauma, because regardless of whether or not it's a show, that's a lot. Yeah. Shane is the same thing. Shane, however, is acting out. Yeah. So Shane, because it didn't work out for him, is part of the reason why he's going around telling everybody that they're all full of crap. And I couldn't take this seriously and this, that, and the other, because it's the same thing. This is what I'm saying. This oh, you was mean Shake. Shake, I'm sorry. Oh. Not, not, not Shane, I'm sorry. Shake. And I think this is why I say that this is a very distilled version of that, right? Because he's the guy that from here on in is going to be bitter towards every woman that comes across his path mm. because he's angry that he was hurt and that that he was done wrong. And again, Shane, <laughs> for all of his whatever... That victim mentality that he has, that I was hurt and now I'm going to tell the rest of the world just how bad this whole thing is. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's good, but it's you see that. And you see that in the dating world too, where somebody's been wronged and mm-hmm. they've gone through trauma in their previous relationships. And then I go out with them and they're mad. Yeah. All men suck and all <laughs> men do this and all men and I can't stand a man. And I'm never going to do this. And I'm just sitting there like, okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> and it scares me because I'm like, I there's some things that you need to work through. I get that you are hurt. We all have. I've been I've had my fair share of 
heartbreaks. I mean, I could, I have tons of them. We don't have time. I should make a country song. You know, they do it in Dallas. I should make a, but, but, you know, what are you going to do? I can't blame the next girl. I can't. Women, they're all different. People right. are going to treat you differently. And I just haven't found the right one. That's it. But I'm not going to go around saying that all win, women are evil because well, I've no, been done wrong. But or you'll still have your triggers that we kind of can't help. We try our best, but there's still going to be triggers from your past that your new girl is going to do something and you may overreact. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's perfectly normal. I think we all yeah, do Yeah, don't get me wrong. We, we do have triggers and, and identifying them is part of it, right? Uh but I think over time, and if you deal with them, because you really have to sit there and process and think about what happened. Mm-hmm. And then once you start doing that, that's the first step towards. But to that end, right, like anything else that that you're afraid of or that, that's traumatized you, you have to lean in. Yeah, You can't lean back and you can't run and you can't just whatever. You have to lean into it. You have to keep going. Mm-hmm. And eventually you'll you'll figure out that it's it's not always like that. And yeah. there's different experiences that you can have. Yeah. Uh, well, the last couple we have is Danielle and Nick. And, um, oh, there's you know, Jared and Ayanna too. Oh, I no. Mean, well, yeah, they both got married. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jared and Ayanna, they're happy and, and Nick and Danielle. And so they, they all said yes. And um, I think that both couples are going to have they're still working through some things. And I think mm. the majority of that is the insecurities with the women. Well, and that, believe it or not, is the easy part. Mm. <laughs> not not easy. Let's just put it that way, right? I, I, I've been married. And getting married is the beginning of the work. And I mean the absolute beginning. Yeah. It's a whole nother ball game. I mean, it's it's from, you know, going to the like cooking, baking cookies at home to a baking competition. Like it's a whole <laughs> nother thing, man. It's like the British Bake Off. Uh, much more pressure. Paul Hollywood's yeah, looking at you yeah. <laughs> with those baby blues. But it's because now you're in it and you can't just easily walk away. Yeah. And it's work and your needs are not always going to be like, it's not even your needs anymore. It's it's our needs. You still have your own. So it's weird because you're part of a unit at the same time, you're your own person and you're trying to reconcile the two. And the other person is, they're their own person and yeah. they're not always going to do things. You're not always going to um, get along with everything. You're not going to come, uh, you're not going to see things on, eye to eye on certain things. You have to learn how to work through those things. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the beginning. It's, it gets that much harder when you're in a marriage. Yeah. Very, because... I mean, think about it, right? Like, um, you know, like if you're with somebody, you have an argument with your friend, I mean, with, with your girlfriend, you can just go talk to a buddy and be done with it. Now, and there's nowhere for you to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I'm not saying you can't talk to your buddy, but you got to stay there. Yeah. You still have to have dinner. You still have to interact. You still have to, you know sleep what I mean? Sleep in the same bed. Everything. Well, I guess you could sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> you could. But it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. And then there's jobs and then there's family, there's finances. There's just so many other things that, yeah. that go along with marriage and it's uh it's the very beginning of it. Yeah. If they think that getting to that point was hard. <laughs> yeah. I I wish them both of those couples the best of luck and time will tell um how it works out for them. We appreciate all of our listeners sticking with us through season two. Please stay tuned for season three. Like Absolutely. I said, we're in Dallas. We're super excited. We'd love for you to tell a friend about our podcast. We'd love for you to write in. Let us know what you think. Here's the thing, 214 at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. And uh, thank you, everyone. Thanks. Till next time. Bye. All right, bye.